Good morning, Lyft. Um, it is just wonderful to be here together with you this morning. Uh, for all of those that are joining us from wherever they are around the world, it is um, just, just so special that we're actually able to meet this morning. And uh, it's just been a privilege as I've been able to prepare this message for this morning. Um, can we believe it? Five days before Christmas. And who could have imagined last year, Christmas, this time around, where all of us, how we would be experiencing Christmas in 2020, um, how different it would be compared to what we had thought uh, when we were ending last year and thinking ahead into 2020. And it was really with these kind of thoughts that um, last Sunday at this time, um, as I was just kind of reflecting on this and thinking of what we're going through in terms of this time, that... um, Really, my mind just started, just started thinking of, of this kind of reality, how different it is. And then quickly from there, it kind of wandered into uh, so many people that we know that, uh, that, are, that are down at this time, that, are, that have lost their jobs due to all the things that have happened. Um, and then just also just thinking of all those people that we know that have, that have lost loved ones in this year. And in this, in this space of just thinking about what Christmas is and how it uplifts us when we get together, uh, it really felt sad for me, just thinking of the fact that we, we, we won't be able to meet. I almost felt, um, I mean, we got this good news this morning, but uh, last week when I, when I was sitting here, I, was, I almost felt like a, an indignation that this is something that, that is such a blessing to all of us and it's kind of been robbed of us to be able to get together and to worship the Lord with songs, with carols, and proclaim Jesus, and to, and to just experience ourselves, our spirit's been lifted. Um, that, that was where I was at last week's Sunday. But in those moments, in that moments of feeling kind of that, that heaviness, the Holy Spirit just quickened within me uh, a truth that has been me, with me since really the early days, um, which, I've, which I've owned in my heart, which is alive within me really. Uh, so I'm from Isaiah 61 verse 3. And it, and it just quickens into my heart where, it's, where it says, put on the garment of praise over the spirit of heaviness. There's so much in this specific passage. In, in the King James, as I, as I learned it as, as, a, as a young believer, it says, the oil of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Um, in these words alone, there is just so much packed. Um, the reality of knowing that we're supposed to wrap ourselves with a garment of praise. We work, we're going to surround ourselves with a garment of praise um, to, to overcome that heaviness, that, 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 that sense of, of feeling so, such, a, such a sense of despair. But more importantly, this verse also tells us that it's not only that we should, uh, it's, it's not something that's flesh and blood, it's not my mind that's putting those things on me, that there's an identity, then there's a spirit that is intelligent, that is looking for moments to, to really keep me in that space of thinking of all those negative things. And the great news is, the great news is that in this wonderful verse, this Bible is full of these verses, full of these truths in our lives, that in the same verse, the Lord says there's no heavy lifting involved. There's no reason to go and fast and do all kinds of big stuff. He says you just got to praise the Lord. Put on the garment of praise. Just praise Him. Just sing songs to Him. Just praise Him with all your heart. That's what the Lord is calling us to do. And it's when I, 
kind of was reminded of that in that same breath of thinking of all these things. I knew in my spirit right there that I need to share this message with us this Sunday because we need to know this. We need to go into this week with a sense of excitement. And really what I'm going to be doing over this, this time that I'm sharing the message is, is really get you excited about praising God. That was my hope, and that's what I'll be doing in this time as we, as we gathered yet this morning. And so allow me just to pray for us. I'd like to pray, and, and then let's just, just come before the Lord. Father, I come with you with, 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 with our hearts just open. Lord, even as I shared this opening scripture, Holy Spirit, Lord God, I know that you've already started to lift within our hearts a sense, a, a desire for, for more, Lord. Because, Lord, you've, you've already started bringing, lifting us up, Lord, out of where we're at and what we're experiencing. And I thank you for that. Lord, I ask for more as we, as we spend this time now in your word. Lord, would you come and just build something in us that will last forever. That we will always see you and praise you with everything that we are, Lord. I just bring everything now and I ask, Holy Spirit, will you come and just fill us afresh in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So the first scripture that I'm going to take us to, which I'd like us to look at, is found in the last verse of Psalms. It's the last verse in the, book of, in the, in the whole book of Psalms. It's in Psalm 150, and it's verse, um, uh, it's verse number six. And this is an incredible verse. It's the last w- words that were written in the Psalms, and it reads like this. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord! Exclamation mark. Here's my statement, friends. If you have breath, you can praise the Lord. If you have breath, you are qualified to praise the Lord. Let me say it this way. If you still have breath and you've never praised God, you are qualified to praise God. Looking at that verse alone, look at the first two, ver- two, two words of that verse. It says, let everything Friends, just if you spend a moment and think of what the Lord is telling you in this morning, this could change the way you praise God forever. He's saying that everything that is breathing is qualified to praise the Lord. Think of all the creatures right now in this world, on this earth, that is breathing. From those that are in the depth to the trees on these amazing hills and mountains all around us, We are called to know that everything that has breath should praise God. That alone just should change the way when I walk around outside, when I see things, because God is telling us something which is so incredible. He's telling us that even when us wonderful created human beings don't praise God, there's a sense that all of creation is praising God. He has created them to praise God. When I wake up in the mornings and I hear those birds outside, after owning this verse, I know that they're praising God. When I'm in environments, I realize that God has, has, has made it so that his creation will respond in praise. A wonderful verse in Psalm 113 verse 3 um, says this amazing thing, and, and I'm just going to read it for us. From the rising of the sun to the setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. It's a proclamation. 
And that is what's happening, friends. That's what's happening all around us. And, 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 and to bring it even closer home, to know that when we are happy, we are called with the breath in our lungs to praise God. That's an easy one for us. But in the same breath, when we are low, when we are in the valley, when we are sick, as, as Pierre just prayed this morning, if we have breath in our lungs, we are to praise the Lord. I, this, this verse alone, in my own life, has had different layers that I've <clears throat> been able to experience it in. There's this wonderful sense of, this, of, this, of the Isaiah 61 just helping me in the time when I'm down, knowing that I'm called to praise Him, that it will lift me up. But there's another side <clears throat> which is so real for me, and maybe for many of you, that <clears throat> in my life I have people that I know that God has placed into my life, that when we are in, in the same space or when they're with me, they have a, a, a desire to, to just dish Jesus, to, uh, to, to, to outwardly show <clears throat> how much they, they, they despise God. Usually in my presence, they do that often. And <clears throat> this specific verse, this specific verse, this is the, fun, the one from, uh, the one before that, that is uh, from uh, Psalm 100. Uh, 60, um, let every breath praise the Lord, 150 verse 6, has given me a sense which I own in those moments. And I know that many of you have most probably the same sense, that as they are saying those things and they are speaking this, this, the fact that they don't want to praise God, I'm reminded of the fact that the Lord says that while they have breath in their lungs, while they have breath in their lungs, there's hope for them to be able to praise God. And I, I want you to join with me when, I, when you think of people that you are with in this time of Christmas. That when you are with them, that you can cry out with me, Lord, Lord, you say that while they have breath in their lungs, they are qualified to praise you. Lord, will you break into their lives? Because we've seen it, Lord. You've come and broken into people's lives, which would seem impossible. But when you've broken into their lives, Lord, they've started worshiping you. They started praising you with the breath that they have. And I, and I want to encourage you in this time that this verse will speak that into your life as well. Not only to be able to, to enjoy the fact that we can praise him, but that you'll also be able to experience the hope that you have. Because if you see people that are breathing, know that they are qualified to praise God because all of creation is called to praise him. What an incredible verse for me. That was, that was really just... Um, one of the fundamental things that just stood out for me when I'm thinking of praising God. But you know, you also surround yourself with other people who you love and who, when you share something like this, they could bring you another perspective. And I had the privilege of sharing this with a friend this week, and he just brought something else to mind. And he said, Ken, you know, there's, there's people, when, when, they, when they hear this verse, it's a stumbling block to them. And you know, I was already on cloud nine, just like, oh, this is such a cool verse, I'm so happy about it. And, and this reality of other people being able to share things that how they experience this. Because for some people, this is a stumbling block. Because why would God who creates everything demand us to praise him? It just seems strange. Some, some guys would feel, you know, that's just another thing I've got to try and do. I'm just trying to survive. And this friend like really shared with me that, that C.S. Lewis struggled with this as, when, he started, when he started his faith journey. And, and really, he, he wrote an amazing book. Um, I'm going to read this. It's, um, 
It's called The Reflections on Psalms. And this is just a summary of a few things that he writes in that specific uh, book. He says this. Praising God is like a picture that someone admires. When it is noticed, the picture receives the person's admiration. But if the next person doesn't stop, then something is altogether missed for that person. It doesn't change the fact that the painting's worthiness is worthy for admiration. Rather, it's about the person noticing and respecting it, being changed by the experience of seeing. And he says, for Christians, the painting represents God, and and our praise is mandatory. It's really mandatory. He says, God does not only demand praise, as a supreme, beautiful, and self-satisfying object, like a painting, but is a command, is, there's a sensitivity about our need. There's nothing ins- insufficient in God that he needs our worship. Rather, he wants it. He wants us. The command is an invitation. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And I love this statement he makes. He says, the world verberates, beautiful word, with every kind of praise. People walking, praising the countryside as they go hiking. Sports fans praising their favorite game and their favorite sport, sport personalities. We praise good weather. We praise wine. We praise colleagues. We praise, praise historical personalities. Children, flowers, mountains, even rare stamps how the world has changed. Um, And he argues that praise is actually the inner health of a person made audible, made audible. And then there's the most amazing quote, and most probably you've heard this one before. We delight to praise what we enjoy because the praise not merely expresses but completes the enjoyment. It completes the enjoyment when we praise how much more does the completing of our, of, our, of our joy happen when we praise God? So the question is, friends, why do you praise the Lord? Let's look at the scriptures. I'm going to take us to Revelation 5, and I'm going to be reading parts of Revelation 5. And just allow this word to speak into your hearts. This is the most amazing part of scripture. Let me read it to us. Then I saw in the right hand of him, that's the father, who was seated on the throne, a scroll written within and on the back sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look into it. And I began to weep loudly. Because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. And then one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered, so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. Then reading on from verse 7, he says, And when he had took the scroll from the right hand of him who has seated on the throne, and when he had taken the scroll... The four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each holding a harp and a golden bowls of incense, 
which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open the seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed the people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom and a priest to our God, and they shall reign on earth. And then I looked and I heard around the throne and the living creatures and the elders, the voices of many angels, numbering myriads upon myriads, thousands upon thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessings. And here's the statement, friends. Verse 13. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the, on the, on the throne and the Lamb, be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. Oh, you've got to say hallelujah to that. Friends, the Lord spoke the word in creation. He created. He said, let there be light and there was light. Friends, in the first chapter of John, he says all things were made through him, and without him was nothing, was not anything made that was made. What a declaration. He is worthy, friends. He is worthy. Paul says it in such a wonderful way in Romans. He says, for from him and through him and in him are all things. To him be glory forever. Paul expresses this with such an incredible reality as John did. Lord, he, you are worthy. You are worthy. He does all things well. Friends, he does everything well. In Hebrews chapter 1 verses 2 and 3, he says this most amazing thing. It says, but in these last days he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. Friends, he is worthy to be magnified and to be glorified. He deserves it. Lord, in all of creation, he's created us in his own image. And he's revealed himself to us in flesh. We know him by name. We, we, we can't be silent, friends. We, we, how can we be silent when the sun and the moon and the stars are praising him? We see that in Psalm 148 verse 3. Just take some time. And just read the whole of Psalm 148. But verse 148 verse 3 says, Praise Him sun and moon. Praise Him all the shining stars. How can we be silent if the stars are praising God? 
just knowing what I've just mentioned to all of you is enough to let us just stand in awe and worship him. But there's so much more for each of, each of us. Because the Lord reveals it to us personally. He needs to be praised forever and for always. But we've just read in Revelation 5 from verses 8 to 9 that for me, he ransomed himself. He was a ransom. That he shed his blood. For me, he was born in the dirt in a manger. For me, the king who Herod wanted to kill just went through everything on earth, even to the cross, to die and to be risen again for me. It is so much more personal than just admiring who God is. And thinking on this, you know, I don't want a day to go by where I don't rise up in the day with a thought or with a, with a desire in my heart that I, that I don't want to have praised him in that day. I, I want to I be able to be some of that incense, that fragrance in those golden bowls, those saints that are, that are singing that song right in this time now, that I'll be able to say with my praise, worthy is the Lamb of God. Because I know this and because I know that he loves me and I know that he's, he's real. And I know that when I praise him, he just lifts my spirit. And, and that's what God wants for each, each of us. If I think of this year and I reflect on all the things that we've, we've gone through, everything that we've experienced, uh, it's been hard. It's required endurance. It's required moments where it's just sad. It's just been hard. But as I was thinking on that specifically, I realized that my praise costs something. Sometimes praise costs us, friends. It costs us. And, and there's such a beautiful example for me um, of how we need to pour out ourselves for God because He's worthy. He's just worthy. And, and I, thinking on that, really, I, I had this beautiful example of Mary as she brings Jesus it says in the Bible, one pound of nod. One pound of nod. Now, one pound of nod, friends, if you can understand the context of what that was for a woman to bring this most precious of, must have cost her everything. I did a bit of Googling on, on how, where nod comes from and where it's found. and It's, it's from a plant grown at 3,000 meters above sea level, only found in Nepal and China. And for that specific one pound of nard must have come all the way down to Palestine and it was destined for the king of kings to be anointed. And this, this wonderful example that this beautiful, beautiful woman did all those years ago, throughout the ages, showing us that this must have cost her everything. But he was worthy of it. He was worthy of her bringing what she has before him and pouring it all out for him. That's the example that I find in my life. In these moments, in the things that we're wrestling with, in the things that we're having to deal with, just to even get together on a Sunday. 
It's just worthy of, we were, it's, it's just, he's worthy of us doing that. Worthy of us reaching those people who, who hate him. I said this, I said, Lord, I just, I just want to bring you everything in my praise. Because, Lord, I want my life to be a praise offering to you. I, I, want, I want my love to praise you, Lord, Jesus. Almighty God, I, I want my tongue to praise you. I, I, want, I want to be able to praise you with everything that I have, Lord, because you are worthy. You deserve so much more. And I, I really just hope that as, as I try to bring this, this, this reality that it is such a joy to praise God with every breath that we have, that we've been given right now today, as we, as we understand who God is. And that's why I really want to, want to speak to those people that are listening today that have hardened their hearts and they aren't able to praise God. They, they're sitting there now thinking, this, I don't want to do that. I want you to know this, and you need to know this because I'm saying this with all the authority of heaven and earth behind me, that there will be a day that you will declare, you will bow your knee, and you will declare with all of us that the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are worthy of all honor, all glory, all blessing, and might forever and ever. Revelations 5 verse 13, friends, will be for you, awaiting for you in that day. And this is my prayer for those people that I know and those people that are hearing this, that you would use your breath now. You would use your breath now and not come to that place and know that you're lost forever. God has given us all this to be thankful for. And, and really, I... I want to just spend this, this last few minutes and I know we can't sing, but I've, 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 I've created a prayer that I've, I've written out and, and it's really just going to be the same thing where we, we're going to come and adore him. We're going to come now in this time and I would invite you, if you're home, in a, in a sense of, of, of worship, if you need to stand, if you need to kneel down and, and pray before God, just Come at this moment, because we're going to come, let all of us adore him. And join me as, as I pray. Heavenly Father, we do come with a real sense of joy. Lord, with a real sense of triumph and anticipation. We want to adore you, King of Kings, our risen Lord. Our risen King, Lord, we want to adore you. Lord, you're the King of the angels. You're the King of the angels, myriads and myriads of angels in this moment as we, we come to adore you and to worship you, Lord. There are myriads and myriads of angels doing this exact same thing right now, Lord. And we come in that presence, in that moment, Lord, and we proclaim glory to God. Glory in the highest. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus, you have given us everything. You have been so faithful to us, Lord. You've been so kind to us. Your mercies are new every morning. 
blessed assurance, Lord, because I know that I am your child. Lord, I, I want to just proclaim that afresh. Blessed assurance, because Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste we have now for the glory divine. Lord, you are worthy. You deserve everything that we can give you in praise, in everything that we are, Lord. For you are Christ the Lord. You are Christ the Lord. I thank you, Lord, because I know we are a sweet, sweet fragrance to you. We are a sweet, sweet fragrance to you, Lord. And when we praise you, Lord, it is a delight to you. Thank you, Father, that you have given us part of you in our Lord Jesus Christ. You are worthy, and simply all I can say is that you are worthy, Lord. From, from you are all things, Lord Jesus, and in you all things are made. I declare that with my lips. I see that, Lord, as I read it in your word. You sustaining everything, Lord, by the powerful word. You are the word. And I declare, Lord, thank you. Worship and, and honor and glory be to you, Lord, because you deserve all of that and more. And so, Lord, I just bring myself to you and I pour out ourselves. We pour out ourselves, Lord, in this moment. We pour out ourselves like a, a living jar of nard, Lord. Because if it costs you, if it costs me, you deserve it, Lord. We bring everything, Lord, everything that we are. We bring everything that we are to our newborn king. His name is Jesus. Oh, Lord, we thank you for that, Lord. How can we be silent when we know so much? And so, Lord, I would like us to declare with all the angels this amazing truth that worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive all power and honor and glory and blessings forever and ever. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And I'm going to invite Peter as we sing this song um, uh, to close afterwards. But enjoy this week of praising the Lord. Amen.